0: I'll never forget the day. Hey guys, I'm Lance.
1: And I'm Kayla. We are the Jaded Roses and this is our Broken Mirror.
0: Where we dive deep down and take a really good look at ourselves, each other, and everything around us.
1: Let's just hope we don't get any glass lodged somewhere unseemly. All right,
0: so I actually have story time. Okay. We are actually recording this on October 24th, 2020, which is the 20th anniversary of Linkin Park's first album, (gasps) Hybrid Theory. Love it. Figured we would just, you know, kind of go back Uh, and reminisce. I would Um, love nothing more. Also, rest in peace, Chester Beddington.
1: Love you, Chester. You beautiful soul. Beautiful soul. Truly. Like, I love, I can't believe it's been 20 years to the date, honestly.
0: To the day. We timed this right and kind of on accident. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, like, this was totally on accident. Because I know we text about the 20th anniversary, which I already downloaded the album of their 20th anniversary release. And so, the fact that you are just like, Know that this is the 20th. I'm like, hello. I no, look, here. I'm
0: so happy that I checked <laughs> Facebook like as soon as I woke up because I still follow lincoln Park on Facebook unashamedly. I was, Don't at me. I was just to say, but and they had the post and it was like, happy 20th hybrid theory. And I was like, oh, oh my god, it's today.
1: I cannot believe that. That's so wild as a concept to me. It really is. Yes. I wow, because isn't some of these songs. Use also for the jay-z album they did with him i believe because yes yes some of them
0: were like re-records and remixes yeah
1: yeah remixes but yeah this is like oh my god what a what a time warp like one step closer oh my god in the end like i can't definitely one step closer
0: i feel like in the end has become so much of a meme it doesn't quite have the same emotional impact on me unless i'm having like a really bad day
1: that's fair. That's fair. I think it still has a really deep emotional connection to me just because it was one of those first songs that did connect with me that wasn't, like, mm-hmm. a song that uh, my family listened to. Like, Linkin Park was one of those first bands for me that I... It was, like, a recommendation of a friend rather than something I grew up with, basically. hmm Right. And so, like... They were a big thing for me. Like when Chester actually died, my sister contacted me to say, hey, just so you know. And I remember getting the message in while I was like trying to do work and at school. And I was just like, oh my God, this is my life now. This is not reality. Like there's 80 songs on this edition. Like they have remixes That's with other lie. people. Like I, this had to They t- went all out. As I was gonna say this had to take so much time which is amazing
0: and deserved let's not forget
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: Songs sounds like by myself really catered to the old emo me but like yeah if I started feeling any kind of way I was like everybody needs to go away
1: <laughs> yes yeah I'm trying to think of which one of these probably impacted me the most because definitely
0: one step closer for me
1: yeah, one step closer definitely impacted me. I think in the end also impacted me because again, it was one of those things where in the end it was just literally that lyric was in the end it doesn't even matter. Like I was just mm. like and I was going through um it was the start of my depression age and well close to it and so I was just really in that mindset of just what does any of this matter? Like mm. and just definitely in depression mode. <laughs> so um In the end, always will hold a special place for me for that reasoning. Just like Linkin Park will hold a special place for me just because of the fact that it was one of the first bands that I got introduced to outside of what I knew.
0: Right. So one step closer for me, just in the spirit of explaining, Mm -hmm. it probably won't surprise you because I think we've talked about it before, but it might surprise some of the listeners that I actually grew up with anger problems. Yeah. And at a fairly young age, I was like seven or eight, Mm -hmm. I had to go to therapy for it. And it's why I generally don't get angry much anymore. Though I do think doing it that young kind of reinforced my tendency to inwardly direct my negative emotions. Mm -hmm. So it's probably a huge contributing factor to like my depression and stuff. But that aside, One Step Closer embodies that part of me that I remember but can't really access anymore. Mm. Just like the... No, you you need to shut up Mm -hmm. because if you say one more word, I'm going to explode and no one's going to like it. Yeah. But I also wanted to mention on In the End how I think in the moment One Step Closer impacted me a lot more the first time I heard it. Mm -hmm. But In the End has become almost like my philosophy in life. I guess, spoiler, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm a nihilist. Nothing matters. (laughs) But I think it stemmed from In the End personally Hmm. I I feel like they inadvertently shaped my entire outlook on life but that came much later
1: yeah I think I I think that was the theme at the time like I didn't really understand why it was impacting me at the time but it was definitely having an impact on me and now I can see like based on what I was going through and what I was feeling at the time it makes total sense why I was like drawn to one step closer I was drawn to crawling I was drawn to in the end you know forgotten Mm -hmm. whatever I was just very drawn because it was just one the, it was also one of the first times where people were addressing these feelings that I was aware of because like I also didn't know if this was a common thing other people dealt with so it was just like one of those like is this something that's actually common is this something like this one person's felt or like the songwriter felt or whatever and so because I know for the most part Chester and Mike write the songs right I think along with other members you know it was one of those times where I didn't know that and so I was just like I don't know if I'm feeling because of how the songs put together if it's the lyrics or what have you i mean no matter what you can feel whatever emotion was impacted through that song for sure something i've noticed throughout lincoln Park's albums in general like each one is a different stage of their lives and what they're having to deal with which i really appreciate when an artist does that or a band does that because like nothing stays the same everything's evolving and it makes sense that your music needs to evolve as you evolve as a person and as a band
0: Definitely concur. You touched on something. Oh, the like, it was the first time you were hearing music like that mm-hmm. and you weren't aware that, like, A, other people were experiencing it. Yeah. But B, someone else was experiencing it enough to put it to paper. Yeah. I'm only going to detract a little while from Lincoln Park because it is their time to shine. Mm hmm. And we've talked about it before, but that band for me was My Chemical Romance. Yes. Each of their albums has a completely different attitude and outlook as far as external things that are out of your control or emotions that you are feeling. And my initial introduction to MZR was Three Cheers album, which I think was the case for most fans of the band. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: To me, that whole album like screams like it's okay to be sad it's okay to feel what you feel yeah and as i don't want to say as like a private person because i was never really raised to be private but my mom raised my brother and i Mm -hmm. without showing a lot of negative emotion like if she was going to cry she would go shut herself off in her room Mm -hmm. so that we didn't see it so that we didn't have like that loss of a protector or a loss of stability
1: yeah yeah i feel like most parents do that
0: and i i ended up carrying that for forever apparently (laughs) to the point where like i said earlier i direct all of my negative emotions inward like i don't tend to cry like i'll cry at something that's sad Mm -hmm. like a sad movie or something but like if something is going on in my life that's just really stressing me out i will cry by myself I don't let other people show or get to see. I don't show other people is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. My negative side and that whole album for me was like the okay stamp that I needed. That's just like, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I think... It's interesting, because I, because, like, for me, I didn't really see it as, like, it's a, it's, like, an internal sign, I guess. I saw it as, like, it was one of the first times where I heard lyrics point blank just saying, I'm not okay. This is not okay. God, yes. And, like, I hadn't really experienced that before, and this was around the time where it was, like, middle school, where, um, you know, you're getting big oh, into God. anime. You're getting used to, like, your friends, and you're going over a lot more, and you're, like dabbling in what they're interested in and like you know you said my chemical romance was one of yours that was one of the things i was introduced to along with panic and it was just like it was a whole time of life where people were just point blank saying i'm not okay i'm doing this to try and get by and to get myself to be okay and like sometimes i still have to acknowledge i'm not okay
0: No, you took me back so panic i actually found by myself Mm. well not like by myself it's not like i was googling for new bands but like i do believe it was the i write sins not tragedies video that i saw on fuse tv and oh my like, god Put that me looks back. like a man who knows what's going on mm-hmm. and he's talking about a cheating wife i love it mm-hmm. this is disillusionment at its best yes i need this album it was... and yeah to this day it is my favorite debut album of all time
1: it's definitely up there for me i think it's because i i've progressed with panic on you know they've been through different band members they've changed their sounds a lot and you know nothing nothing horrible as standard stuff bands do but i i do appreciate each album is so different and so complementary to their voices or his voice whichever album we're talking about like, don't get me wrong, like, the second album with the Green Gentleman, I forget what the album's called.
0: Pretty Odd.
1: Oh, is that, that, that was so simple. Um, <laughs> Pretty Odd. Well,
0: it's got, it's got periods. Pretty Odd. <laughs> Fuck.
1: But, yeah, I mean, Pretty Odd was, like, it wasn't my favorite. But it didn't introduce me, like, that song introduced me back into, like, I like country. And I like people who do more guitar and are a bit more indie. And that's what that mm. ba- that's what that album introduced me to. I was like, "Oh, I kind of like this indie style." Granted, it was definitely if I'm ranking albums, that was not my favorite. <laughs> no. It's probably that, my that last to be,
0: <laughs> album yeah, that has to be my least favorite yeah. Panic album, mm-hmm. but I appreciate what they were trying to do. Exactly. I I I just and maybe it's cuz it's been a while since I listened to it. Mm-hmm. So I might now have cultivated like the taste for it. But like when it first came out, yeah. nine in the afternoon was the only song I liked.
1: That was the only Literally. that one, and I liked another one. And the other, the other song, um, I think it's the Green Little Gentleman song. Mm-hmm. That one actually, that's what introduced me to. I think I kind of like folk. I kind of like this style.
0: You see, I've I've never really been partial to folk, so like it just I don't want to say it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, cause it was still Panic, but mm-hmm. it was just like mm, I'm a, I'm gonna listen to Fever again.
1: <laughs> yes. And I guess that's my thing. Like I, I like the Lumineers. My favorite thing right now is like a soulful, um, deep voice hmm. and singing to me about any troubles in their lives. Like that's my current theme during uh, the quarantine. That has been my main thing. Is like that
0: Johnny Cash aesthetic.
1: Yes, basically yes. And anyone, if <laughs> I see someone with a Johnny Cash aesthetic, I'm like, hello, we need to talk.
0: <laughs> Who are you?
1: I literally saw there was a commercial um, for a car. I did not. The guy on the commercial looked like another guy I listened to, and I was like, that's not him, though. So, who is that? And I I was obsessed with trying to figure out who the hell this guy mm-hmm. was it took me three weeks to figure it out because i could i refuse i was like there's something in this commercial i'm missing i don't understand what and like they had his music playing in the background which i think also emphasized like oh this is kind of interesting but um yeah it was like really weird like right now the aesthetic is like i totally understand it's a very great aesthetic which is a thick man with a nice big beard deep voice like i totally get the aesthetic i'm here for that
0: you want those Depressed lumberjack vibes.
1: I I'm in a mood, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in that mood, but don't get me wrong. Like if Mike Shinoda said, "Would you like to go on a date with me?" I would be saying, "Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yes."
0: Ding ding ding. Exactly. Ding, ding.
1: So it's like I really have like a vast range of people I would be interested in <laughs> if they had a slight interest in me.
0: <laughs> For all you eligible people out there
1: hello how you doing very single (laughs) for very long i've never really been i actually never had a public forum before
0: right it's it's different
1: yeah i was gonna say you've you're used to this because you used to do a yugioh podcast
0: oh yes it's time to podcast
1: i think that's such a creative i'll take
0: my money now i still have a couple emails from people that are like when are you gonna come back and i feel bad but That was a lot for one person to do, y'all. That was a lot. Yeah,
1: it was a ton for one person to do. Like I I had to
0: watch so much anime.
1: Oh, the tortures of life. Yeah, (laughs) the tortures of life. As if we don't already like go watch anime sometimes from here and there. Like I haven't watched this in forever. I started watching Sailor Moon again recently. (sighs) Yeah and
0: the reboot or the oldie
1: the oldie i haven't watched a reboot oh, yet i need to watch the reboot i haven't
0: either no i watched like five seconds of it Mm-hmm. But i I didn't it was one of those days where I didn't have the mental fortitude to concentrate. so I
1: yes. well, I forgot and I think I did this on purpose because if for anyone who watches forgot on purpose. yes, I forgot this on purpose. Oh, so anyone who watches the anime, whether you're used to um Serena, which is the English version name or uh soggy uh, I think is her name, she's alone for like seven episodes. Mm. She's alone and annoying for seven episodes.
0: I mean, she's pretty much always annoying.
1: I know, but the other people are there usually to like <laughs> soften, to help mitigate. Yes, to soften the blow. But when you have no
0: studio, you don't understand. This character's awful.
1: I know. It's like, like, and then, um, because I went through because I was like, how long until? Because I knew Amy comes first. And I was like, when? How long until she comes in? I was like, I need Sailor Mercury in here now.
0: 'Cause what I knew she was stat?
1: I knew she was the first one and I thought it was like two or three episodes before she came in. It was seven. I was like, No. Seven. I think what I literally did was said no, not into this and I went and just went to her episode because I was like, I can't do her alone. Like
0: See that's what I'd do. I would read the synopses on Crunchyroll or whatever mm-hmm. and then skip ahead to the more tolerable.
1: Yes, and that was where I was going, because I was like, I can't just do her alone. And then, because um, like, I knew The Order, and I remember The Order, because like you meet Mercury, Mars, Jupiter, and then you meet Venus, and like literally you meet Venus, and then literally you have a two-part episode, which is amazing, two-parter. But it's a wild concept, but they have so much more of it now um, with subtitles and dubbed on Hulu. Of the older seasons Mm. and like the old series, but it's a... I need to
0: reactivate my Hulu.
1: It's a, yeah. Hulu's been coming through for me lately with things to watch. They also got
0: the, what's the word? Exclusive. They got those exclusive Mm -hmm. films from uh, Blumhouse. Yes.
1: And that's... For Halloween. I'm excited to watch a couple of those because I know one is coming to Hulu, which is called Run and it has Sarah Paulson in it.
0: Oh, yes. I had seen a trailer for that.
1: It's going to be a good one. Like, Sarah Paulson is so multi-talented, like, it's insane her Mm -hmm. range. And she does creepy, sexy lesbian very well. Imagine that. Like, I know, but, (laughs) look, (laughs) sometimes you gotta evolve to your ultimate form, as we have seen in Pokemon. Sometimes we just need to evolve. And she is at her ultimate power, I believe.
0: That's where Paulson X comes out. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, like, it's it's very interesting, too, because, like, she, again, she's one of the older women who's becoming more of a, pretty much a badass as an older woman in different shows and different movies.
0: She's the one that got to say motherfucker on cable TV. Yes. Look at her now.
1: But she's also interesting because, like, Anne Hathaway, who's a very popular, you know, we think of her as beauty, pretty much and she's been in things like devil wears prada but she's actually also filming a lot of action films now i mean she's 30s 40s now and she's like actively doing like stunts now in action movies
0: once you go selena kyle you don't go back
1: it's amazing i i think it's just such a good position to be in right now it's such a huge transformation going on for women in film industry I think we're starting to be seen as more than just beauties. Because, I mean, no matter what, they're going to put beautiful people in it. They will never put average people in it unless they're the funny person in the movie. Melissa McCarthy. And, like, Melissa McCarthy, though, she's a very beautiful woman.
0: Yeah, and she's gotten better. Because she was getting, like, typecast real hard.
1: Very hard. And like, I was like, when she first came out as a huge comedy actress, like when she first started getting the roles, I was impressed because I knew her as Suki from Good More Girls, which was a funny character, but she was, you know, she was an average woman. It was very interesting to see her go from like, utter tone comedy to like, full on belly laugh comedy. Right. And that, those aren't usually my favorites, to be honest, because like, I don't really like anything with Seth Rogen in it, which is. Blasphemy! If you want to date, apparently, let me tell you: if you if you don't like Seth Rogen, like, just not mention it, if possible.
0: <laughs> Keep that shit to you. Keep so.
1: it to yourself, because let me tell you, they also force the movies on you. And I literally I'll
0: watch Pineapple Express.
1: I, I that was the one I was forced to try and watch. <laughs> oh my god! And uh I looked at him like twenty minutes in. And I said, "I'm bored. When does it become funny?" And he's like, it was already supposed to be funny. I was like, you do understand they already made an underage sex joke. Like, the whole premise is Seth Rogen's character is dating, like, a high schooler. Like, that's the start of the movie. And, like, the next day, he's supposed to go meet her parents, and I'm like, you are not twenty-three, sir. In this movie, you you just aren't
0: the disapproval stamp.
1: Because like, I think right before that, I was talking to him because I don't like James Franco either, and it's because James Franco has been blatant about being interested in underage girls and stuff, and like, there's been text messages and stuff about that, and so I try not to associate with that kind of stuff. But I really told him right before that movie, I was like, "Did you even remember this part?" He's like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Great choice." Okay okay great choice after i said reasoning why i don't like james franco and like honestly as an actor he doesn't seem like a bad actor no and he's
0: he's fairly talented yeah. he's just a shitbag he's
1: just a garbage of human being so far and you can be a garbage human being by being just attracted to underage people to be honest
0: yeah just just to clarify for anybody out there that is that is one of those things
1: yeah i don't really care if you are a talented person if you try and go for a child, which is anyone under 18, you are garbage to me.
0: We had touched on anime for a little bit, got on that Sailor Moon track huh' reminded yes. me. I don't think I would shared this story with you. Okay. So at work, we're finally having a Christmas party. Nice. And it's going to be held at my boss's house. And we've determined that it's going to be a secret Santa. I don't know who's setting that up okay. or what. But it's also apparently going to be an ugly sweater party. right and if you know me which you do but they don't no ugly sweaters aren't really my thing
1: no anything black is your thing though any clothing that's black goes on your body (laughs) right which does not include ugly sweaters
0: right i do not appreciate random patterns i don't appreciate the christmas color aesthetic Mm. it's just not my thing yeah but that night I get a text from one of my coworkers. Okay. And it says, Hey, I found your sweater. <gasps> so, I shudder to admit, but I do not remember if we have discussed Full Metal Alchemist before.
1: I I think we have briefly. But I do like Full Metal Alchemist. I never finished the series, but I did like it okay. for a little bit. Did
0: you at least get through I mean it's the introductory, like bits and pieces mm-hmm. but also you need to finish both <laughs> series if possible yes the sweater mm-hmm. has the typical oh my god i can't believe someone thought it was a good idea to stitch that into a sweater kind of vibe mm-hmm. if you haven't seen full model alchemist i'm about to spoil some shit so you can like skip ahead a little bit and it should be done but mm-hmm. the sweater on the chest has the the nina hybrid the nina oh. chimera And embroidered under that in very bold letters is (laughs) EDWARD.
1: That is a U-sweater.
0: Yes. All of three people at that party are going to know what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. But those three people are going to want alcohol immediately.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. They're just going to be like, nah, I didn't come here for this.
0: (laughs) And that's my aesthetic too, because everybody knows At work, that I'm a Grinch because they've been through one Christmas with me. (laughs) So for me to show up in a depressing sweater Uh would—that's just—that's
1: me. That's me (laughs) through and through. That is truly you.
0: Should I decide to go to the party, which I'm hoping I do, but at the same time, that's a lot of people in a cramped space. Yeah, and I'm trying to avoid those like the plague pun intended
1: yeah that's yeah that's the thing like and no matter what we're not gonna be out this by that time so it may just be one of those things where you want to but you really can't in the end i've canceled on stuff because i was like i'm still too nervous to even be in an enclosed space with a small group of people to be honest
0: right that same co-worker that sent me the um the sweater mm-hmm. actually invited me to a bonfire with a couple of our other co-workers at her place tonight and I was like, I would really like to go because that's also going to be like an excuse to not talk about work stuff mm-hmm. and to uh, drink till I can't no more, Holla. which I haven't done in forever. Mm-hmm and the only thing is that i don't know what they do in their free time so i don't know how much at risk i would be
1: yeah i was gonna say how many people is it too because like
0: um i know for sure that she said two other of our coworkers are coming so that's four people if i went and then i have very strong suspicions to believe or reasons to believe that her boyfriend would be there so that's five yeah and uh i don't know who else the other two co-workers might possibly bring but I, I like she set it up as like it's a bonfire in our fire pit so i imagine it'd be rather intimate with like 10 people max yes absolute max there yeah but even 10 people is a lot and especially like because you know when i get drunk i get real social mm-hmm. <laughs> you do I don't want to die because I talk to
1: people. That's totally fair. Like, it's just so unfortunate that that's our lives right now, too. It's like, I can't even go to a simple bonfire because there may be, like, four people there. It's like, that's such a stupid (laughs) thing we have to worry about now. But it's a reality for us, unfortunately.
0: And I have literal panic attacks just, like, or anxiety attacks, I guess, because panic attacks imply that there's not really a, a true source. But anxiety attacks just opening the door for deliveries.
1: That's fair. I try and like I've been doing it, so I try and like disinfect it, but I still let it sit for a day before I touch it.
0: Well, I was talking mostly about food because you know I don't like to stock up
1: on food. Yes, I was gonna say I I do know that's not a thing for you. Right. <laughs> I've been over to your home before. <laughs> <laughs> you you just get water and maybe he has like Coke Zero or Diet Coke there. I don't
0: have snacks like chips and shit. Some ramen. But you know,
1: <laughs> not, none actual food. No. Yeah. <laughs> actual food that will be needed to sustain you for the rest of the day.
0: I'm trying to change that though. So, this is a really good segue because I'm not addicted to Facebook, but Facebook has been on a little bit of a roll for me. Oh. Here recently. Okay. So, you know how they like, they're constantly suggesting things to you, especially if you like click on a video and then you keep scrolling down yep. to see like related stuff? Definitely. They introduced me to. What is his name? And I immediately forgot his name. And I hate it. I can see his face. I don't want to call him the wrong name. But he's a YouTuber who's done a bunch... Like, previously, he was, like, a makeup artist, uh, possibly a graphic designer. Wow. And he knows his shit. And he just does, like, makeup tutorials. And he rips people on Instagram and TikTok doing makeup tutorials. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, no, that's not when you want to use that product. (laughs) Or, oh, please don't do that. Yeah. And I just... I love it. That was the first good recommendation from Facebook I've had in a very long time. Yeah. And then stemming off from that, I have found two bands that I liked enough that I added them on my Apple Music and they just had, they both just had an album release yesterday.
1: Oh, cool.
0: So that's been cool. So the first one that I found. And I'm still getting used to all of, because their sound varies so much within the album. Mm. And even, like, the, the three or four singles they put out, they're all just so different. But um, the band is called I Don't Know How But They Found Me.
1: <laughs> that's the title? That's the band yes. name? What's the their album title?
0: acronym, I guess, is IDK, which I love because that just, yeah. that, that's, a, that's a whole mood. That is a mood. The name of the album is Rasmataz. Okay. And the first single they put out and the first song on the album is titled Leave Me Alone. So you can imagine my excitement.
1: That's just. (laughs) Why didn't you just say, I create an album? (laughs) Uh, Right?
0: Uh, But sadly, I had nothing to do with it. But when I looked them up on Apple Music, it said that they were. Uh, recommended for me because i liked panic at the disco mm. so if you would like you can check them out and the other one that they introduced me to is the name the wallows i think is the mm. name of that band and it is it's an actor dude which usually i'm like the first to avoid an actor that gets into music mm-hmm. later dylan and i always get him mixed up with logan lerman mm. dylan trying to think. Lord, I, th- I think he was the one in Maze Runner.
1: I was gonna say Dylan O'Brien because that's the only one I could think of. Because that's Dylan O'Brien. If he was in Maze then Runner, I'm
0: I'm I'm gonna go with that. Okay, he's in that band. It's his band, or I don't know if it's his band. Yeah, but, you know. Oh, um, I didn't. And know they're very like
1: into. I didn't know he was musical at all.
0: Right. And Facebook was just like, hey, you might like this. And I listened to a like a snippet of one of their songs, and I was like, yeah, I kind of like that. And then when I was watching one of the music videos, I was like, is that? Dylan O'Brien?
1: <laughs> yes, it was. It was indeed.
0: But yes, it, it, it is. Um, And they're very much, like, alternative, if you couldn't tell from, like, The Blanks is, like, the most generic alternative
1: mm-hmm.
0: band you can come up with. They got some good stuff. Uh, my favorite song out there so far is uh, Are You Bored Yet? <laughs> and the... So... <laughs> like all of this is hitting like really high notes for me mm-hmm. by the way but uh it taught like throughout the chorus and whatever he's talking to, like he's talking about like watching the sunset with his boo thing oh uh, not, not 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 his words but you know he's like being romantic we're watching the sunset and then he's like but i can't help but ask are you bored yet <laughs> <laughs> like that's me because i could like look at the sun oh that's pretty and now i'm over it mm-hmm.
1: Definitely, I'm. I'm also one of those people. Like, unless I'm enjoying like a cup of coffee or something, if I'm sitting there enjoying something, right,
0: or, something that's literally keeping me in the moment.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and watch the sunset for like 20 minutes. I uh, that's just not my mood. Like, if I'm looking at something changing sceneries, like if I was on a ferry, I would be looking because that's new stuff and that's nothing right. the same. But if I'm just looking at the sunset, like it's nice, it's pretty. I will move on now. <laughs>
0: I'll give it another glance in about a half hour when it gets purple.
1: Yes, exactly. Like, and when it's purple, I'll probably take a picture because it's purple now. But that's probably it.
0: <laughs> but uh, I said all of that to lead up to, because we were talking about food, that mm-hmm. I said I was going to change that I don't have food in my apartment. You,
1: you did say that.
0: I haven't told this to anyone else. <gasps> okay. So hush, hush. The second YouTuber that Facebook recommended to me mm-hmm. earned a subscription from me on youtube his name is joshua wiseman i think that's right okay but he does like his own fucking cooking show at home okay and what got me was that like pretty much everything he makes is just like it's really not that hard and then he'll just like do it and and you're watching it just like yeah that really doesn't look that hard and then he'll like interject some comedy like because he he'll use like a, a voiceover or something while he's like pouring flour or whatever mm-hmm. and he'll be like i make sure you pour half of the bowl of flour onto the counter because you don't know where the bowl is <laughs> and, you know that's Relatable. right up my fucking alley yep. oh my god and then he has a separate series on there mm-hmm. where it's uh he has a but better and a but cheaper series
1: oh okay
0: and so the first but cheaper that i watched was he got um like a 70 or 75 five dollar steak and cooked it like it's supposed to be cooked and he ate it and he was like yeah that's really good Mm -hmm. and then he got like a five dollar steak and cooked it and dressed it up and whatever and he spent like a total of maybe ten dollars on the cheaper steak the entire like fixing it up and everything he took a bite and he was like yeah definitely the more expensive steak is like a lot better Mm -hmm. because that's what you're paying for Mm -hmm. but for the difference in price i wouldn't say it's worth it yeah and it just like i don't know that resonated with me and i was like okay
1: i think it resonates because like we've you know a lot of people idolize certain things in life and so that's Mm -hmm. one of those things where it's like a status thing and so to see something done just as well for cheaper is like yeah why wouldn't i do it that way? like it'll save me money it'll save me like a lot of hassle overall to be honest
0: right i don't know when i'm planning on starting
1: <laughs> it's just a foreshadowing like,
0: sucking up but like it it's gotten me wanting to like every time i see one of his videos get posted i'm just like i could be cooking and i mean i am a chemist it's not like they're different
1: mm-hmm. true i've been wanting to cook but like i haven't had the energy And but, (laughs) I watch Brad Mondo's videos for hair. Uh, He's a hairstylist. He has his own brand and everything. And he he will always react to people trying to do at home DIY like haircuts or dye jobs or bleach jobs.
0: Favorite.
1: And I relate so hard. There was one time where i was watching him and it was pretty much a video basically of what i did at one point Oop. it wasn't me but it was like something similar i did and I, he was like mm-hmm. reading it for it was like look i get harassed by my hairstylist anyway when i come in with dyed hair that they didn't do <laughs> like i don't need the second input of how bad i do as a home dye job like Right now, this
0: is the negativity. I am not here.
1: Exactly. For. Like, I don't, I need to dye my hair to stabilize my mental status again, okay? I don't need this negativity. <laughs> mm. Like, I I need to, like, I was wanting to dye my hair this week, but I haven't gotten gloves, and that's the only thing holding me back because I don't want red hands.
0: Right. Uh, unless you're doing it for
1: Halloween. That's true. I thought about that too because <laughs> Halloween's next Friday. Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah. By next Friday and Saturday, I have to go into Seattle for appointments. And I thought about that. I was like, I don't want to go into Seattle where I'm going to have red hands. Because knowing me, no one's going to be scared. People are just going to be questioning what the fuck I did. right? And they're going to be like, like, what's going on over there? Yeah, they're going to be like, what'd you do? And if anything, it would give me more attention than I want. Because I never want attention. When I'm on the bus, when I'm doing anything, I don't want attention. I just want to Go from point A to point B and then go home. And knowing me, no, I make friends on the bus. So, uh, like,
0: definitely not on a bus.
1: No, it's not like I want to make friends. Let me make that clear. I am not going out and searching of friends. <laughs> I have headphones. I have enough in, friends. Thank you. I have headphones in. I'm looking down. I'm not engaging with anyone. But let me tell you, the drunks—they know me. <laughs> they can just—they mm. can just sense me in the bus. I feel like that's the thing. Like, I, the amount of drunk people I've spoken to on the bus, and then I'll ask people who also ride the bus, like, regularly, like me, I'll be like, did you have this experience? And they're like, no, that has never happened. Like, what are you talking to me about? And I'm like, and like, I told people, like, I was like, you know, Seattle public transit isn't that bad. I mean, in, like, Mississippi, I had people following me off the bus. At least here, no one's followed me off the bus yet.
0: So it's a little better. Yeah,
1: so it's a little better. Like there's boundaries. They may still talk to you on the bus, but they're not going to follow you off the bus. Once you
0: get off, they're like, ah. Fuck.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like how much <laughs> effort do I really want to put in? Like in Mississippi, they want to put in the effort. If they had to ride the bus anyway, they were like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like,
0: that's because we ain't got anything better. To
1: exactly, do. and it's just like at least here, there's a lot of other things you can do. There's new people to harass at the next stop. <laughs> like there's a lot of things that you can do here. Like in Mississippi, you can really wait i mean you don't know if the next bus stop is gonna have people (laughs) you may you may be without a friend for like 10 minutes like do you really want to live that life without
0: a sanctuary (laughs) you you reminded me talking about unwanted attention Mm -hmm. so uh i was still very much in my emo phase when i started college Mm -hmm. and for halloween i knew so disclaimer to anyone out there halloween's my favorite holiday Mm -hmm either do everything for it or i do nothing for Mm -hmm. it and that's just how i keep the peace (laughs) but i knew i couldn't like go all all out Mm -hmm. because i still had classes and stuff yeah and so i wore this really thick coarse cotton trench coat looking deal of course it was all black Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure it was made by trip because everything good was made by trip back then Mm -hmm. and it was covered in chains
1: I, yeah, I can see you wearing something like that.
0: And I wore that all day.
1: Yeah, I can see you doing and that.
0: And my thinking was that I want to celebrate my favorite holiday. And if I wear this getup, no one's going to bother me. Because
1: oh. they're
0: going to think I'm going to kill them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, as as I said, unwanted attention. <laughs> so, I get out of my Cal 1 class. And uh, for whatever reason... I was just slow at putting up my stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. I straggled. But like the next professor came in that had a, a lecture in that room and she was like, you dressed up for Halloween? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, I like it. And like, Thanks. And then I like awkwardly shuffled away and I was like, why did you talk to me? What? <laughs> Were you trying to protect yourself? Because nobody's being protected. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like, why? that." The opposite of what I wanted to happen. You were supposed to stare at me and be like, "Oh my god."
1: That's probably well because she was at one point before becoming a professor. She was like us. She.
0: Oh, I'm still. I'm still gonna be like.
1: Us. I was gonna say, let us know when you said like I was still in my emo phase. I was like, let me know when you're out of it. I haven't
0: noticed. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will definitely like so. So expect that text on my deathbed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm finally over it, <laughs> and then
1: I'll be gone. Yes. And then you'll say one more like last evo like death sentence before you die, and your nurse oh, yes. will recite it at your funeral.
0: Oh, uh, but speaking of Halloween, yes. since it's coming up, um, I haven't done um how you say literally anything mm-hmm. to prepare. Mm-hmm. I know I can't go anywhere, yeah. so I didn't buy a costume. Um, I had these grand plans because it's also been years since I did my horrorthon. Also, disclaimer: horror is my favorite film genre, and I just haven't like i started bly manor Mm. on netflix i got one episode in and i like it i just i just didn't go to the second episode yeah uh i know i also told you that i wanted to buy the revival arc of are you afraid of the dark which i still need to do apparently that's really good
1: i want i need to watch that too i need to do that i love are you afraid of the dark so much
0: Oh, and I saw that The Lighthouse is on Amazon. Yeah. Prime. I'm definitely watching that at some point very soon, because I've wanted to see that for a while.
1: I heard it was very good. Like, I've heard nothing... Like, I'm very fortunate, just for everyone to understand, like, and I think you know this, Lance, but I'm not positive. I'm very good, somehow, at not getting spoiled for things. So, like...
0: That is a gift.
1: Yeah, I'm really good at it. Like, I still don't know what happens in Avengers Endgame. I haven't watched the movie. Still don't know.
0: I don't know how you've gone this long.
1: I'm I'm pretty good at this. Like <laughs> like, and I think it's because like my um my closest friends that I go to movies with or watch movies with, they don't they usually watch it first because they go out on the first day to do it. Mm-hmm. I've never really been one of those people. Like um, I think the last time I did something like that was like. Black Panther or something. So for me to go out and do it quickly is not going to happen. Like, I am usually a year behind. Like, I think at one point I was... I think, yeah, one of the other times, like, I know I went to the movie theater soon after was Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not spoiled for anything. I didn't know what, like, uh, last night I was watching Hereditary with a friend, and I had no idea what it was going to be about. All I knew was people told me, like, depending on my mood, I may get, like, a lot of thoughts going.
0: Right. It's a ride.
1: It's a ride, (laughs) but I really enjoyed it. Like, it was a ride that I didn't anticipate. it
0: It is so good.
1: I think it's the right idea to anticipate because we're so used to now having, like, a lot more depth and, like, more things you have to read into, but it was really, like, it was a good, solid, point-blank movie. Like, you didn't have to go searching for a lot of answers. Like, they, they told you pretty much what's going on. Yeah,
0: if you're just paying attention... You're gonna get what's happening.
1: Yeah, it was um it was really subtle, but it wasn't like where I had to question it because they're trying to like really be really smart about it. They were just like, This mm. is what happens. And like I really appreciated like overall it's just like when we started this episode, talk about Lincoln Park. In the end, nothing really matters. And that's the whole point of that movie pretty much. In the end, you really can't I think we have a title it. for this episode. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: But, uh, so that, uh, reminds me, since you just watched Hereditary, have you not seen Midsummer?
1: I have not. No, it was actually between- It is
0: so good. Uh, last- Add that to your list.
1: It's on the list. Last night, it was actually between, uh, Midsummer and, uh, Hereditary. But I've been wanting to watch Hereditary, like, all week. Right. And so I was like, I really want to get this, like, watched, but I didn't want to watch it alone, because I didn't know- Because no one told me- What
0: was gonna happen. Yeah,
1: no one told me what was gonna happen. They just told me, like- Depending where you are, like you could feel things, and I was like, "All right, yeah, no, that's cryptic." I don't know
0: if you, uh, I don't know if you know, but Midsummer is done by the same guy.
1: I heard that. That's why I'm kind of excited now to see it because I think it's going to be another. I think this director is just very good at being able to explain everything and not leave you questioning. You actually feel like you watch the whole movie. You don't really like wonder about lost stuff. It's pretty much like point blank cut
0: and dry that's what it is yeah and
1: i i appreciate that Mm. it's not something again we see a lot anymore.
0: but don't confuse if you haven't seen it it's not shallow it's not like a modern slasher or anything you do need to be present and you need to think
1: It's definitely something you have to be following along with, but I appreciated that it was not something, like, after the movie where I was going to be having a lot of questions I had to look up because it wasn't explained. Like, I think uh, there was only one instance where I was like, I don't really get this. And then I looked it up and the director pretty much said, eh, I just decided that. I was like, okay, (laughs) cool. (laughs) We'll
0: find that. Yeah, I was
1: like, that's that's all I needed to know. Because I couldn't, it was confusing to me, but I was like, all right, he- Admits, like, I just wanted to, and honestly, if you have the money and ability to direct, you get those rules. <laughs> right,
0: you get to establish.
1: I do. I'm just like God. Hereditary is just such a good movie. but Yeah, Midsummer's on my list, and then um.
0: And we mentioned the lighthouse, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure you're aware that that's done by the same dude that did The Witch.
1: I was not, and I still have not seen The Witch. And fix. let me just tell you again.
0: That's three more movies. I right have
1: there. no ah. idea what happens. I'm guessing the there's a witch. So good. <laughs> I don't know how I avoid movies, but I'm really... It's not like I even do it on purpose. It's just like, eh. <laughs> it's like... See,
0: it's a gift. If you can just fumble around and not get anything spoiled, that is a gift. Like, you are blessed by somebody yeah
1: i never i almost never i guess well like i can't even remember the last time i got spoiled for something it's been a hot minute i think the last time was like five years ago or something during this time um of movies coming out i was teaching small people and <laughs> let me tell you i was mostly teaching um people who were interested in these movies and so when they came they went to the like midnight showing and so they came into school the next day, and they, that's all they wanted to talk about. I was like, well, I haven't seen it yet. And they were like, okay, I won't spoil it. Three weeks later, when they were still wanting to talk about it, I looked at them in the eye and said, I still haven't watched it. And they're like, I don't understand. I was like, I have to teach. I have things to pay.
0: I am an adult.
1: I, I am what do you call an adult. It's very sad and very realistic for where I am. And like most of them were cool, but but like all of them looked at me like I don't understand, and they didn't even because I think End Game happened while I was teaching, and then I watched uh, I didn't watch Infinity Wars, so they were like, can we at least talk about Infinity Wars? I was like, no, I haven't seen that, and then um, uh-huh.
0: also no, yeah,
1: and then like I think at the same time, like I know Captain uh, Marvel came out around the time I was teaching, mm-hmm. and that was another one where they were like. Let me tell you, there's nothing more, um, revigorating about yourself when you get roasted by like 10 to 15 year olds on the daily. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, it's just, it just, it builds up your confidence <laughs> as a person in society. <laughs> it was amazing. I've never seen so many short people besides myself be so angry about something.
0: <laughs> I've never seen so many disgruntled shorties.
1: Yeah and the problem was a lot of them were still taller than me like it was really sad like 12 year olds were taller than me and I was like looking up at them saying like please pay attention (laughs) please
0: (laughs) I'm down here I am down
1: here trying to teach you (laughs) I am I am decent at this please listen please don't make this hard on me you don't understand life is hard (laughs) I'm very much of a pulp culture person. I like knowing about pulp culture, even if I don't I, watch I, it.
0: I could guess that. <laughs> but, you know, that was for y'all.
1: Yes. Yes. The people that really matter, Lance. Uh, <laughs> um, I, oh. Um,
0: but, uh, oh, had we talked about. um. That Brittany got her financials away from her father?
1: I just saw that the other day. I'm so happy for her. Because I saw that. um, Because Jamie Lynn is the one now in charge of it, I believe. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think that's right. Because, like, he's already proven he is not trustworthy for her right. and in, in her best interest. Like, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, he's the title of dad, but he's proven throughout her career that he cannot be trusted for her financially. And Definitely. um, especially since he's become the one primarily in charge. And I, while, you know, people do question Brittany's mental status, like, I think it's good that she even just said, like, I don't care who has it as long as it's not him pretty much hmm And that just shows you, like, she doesn't even care. She doesn't need it back. She just needs someone who will actually do what's in her best interest. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Right.
1: Because I saw some statements where he was trying to use the money in an effort to control um, her being able to move forward in relation- her relationship with her boyfriend of three years. Because they, they mm-hmm. thought about having a baby, but... That was, like, something, like, she couldn't ha- have done. And that was something, like, a line drawn. I was like, she, you can question it. And, like, he's the one who's designed to, you know, impregnate her. So, it's his responsibility, too. Being able to choose, you know, what someone does with their own body is just not a my alley. Not at all. No. I'm glad he's out of it. But, like, Jamie Lynn Spears is a whole different thing. Like, she's... Her nutshell of a life is crazy to me. Because, like, not only is she Britney Spears', like, sister... She's also, like, a songwriter now for Country. Oh, I didn't know that. mm Mm-hmm. And, like, she had her baby when she was young. Like, that's why Zoe 101 got canceled.
0: Now, see, I made a joke when I saw that story initially. I was like, hopefully she don't fuck it up like she fucked up that Nickelodeon gig.
1: (laughs) Well, see, I think that's the thing. Like, she seems like she's actually become a very responsible adult. And uh, she looks like she handles her own stuff for the most part. Okay. Like, she keeps it. It looks like she keeps herself, like, for the most part, unless she's doing some publicity, I don't actually see much about her, to be honest.
0: Right, I kind of forgot she was a thing until I saw that story, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she
1: yeah. Does have a sister." Yeah, and that was the thing, like, because um, Jamie Lynn is uh, she she's a mother now too. She has two children now, because um, I believe she has the one from Zoe one hundred one, mm. and then um, during that time period, and then she had a new one with her husband i believe i think she's matured a lot i'm hoping so right like i i'm one of those people who even if they get pregnant as a teenager and they decide to you know go through with the pregnancy and to have the child themselves and raise it i hope i always hope that they mature and they actually do what's best for the child and like she looks like she's doing that like she looks like she's living a very relatively calm life away from the press and i think that's ideal Especially since Brittany's never out of the press, right. even though she's like fully grown now. And I just think the whole, um, Jamie Spears, because I believe that's her father's name, is wild to me because, like, I mean, her son's got a protective order against him, and so did Kevin, her mm-hmm. ex. That alone should have been, like, questionable about, you know, maybe he shouldn't be in charge of her stuff, but the fact that it took so long, like, I think it would have been, like, fine if. You know, she said I would like someone else to be in charge of it, and they just said, "Okay, let's put someone else in charge of it," and or like someone to overlook him, like overlook what he's doing, right. and not just have him be the primary. I think that would have even been better in her mind, but the fact that he had primary control of it that was the problem because he just proved he couldn't be in control with her kids alone. So why would she want him in control for money or anything, like? That's just any adult, I feel. Like, if I can't trust you with my child, why would I trust you with my money?
0: And that's the tea.
1: That is the tea. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah, I go, I don't know. It's like, li- life is just wild. <laughs> but I'm glad for Brittany, because that's something good that's happened to her. Yes, I
0: saw that, and that was, that was the initial thought. It was like, good for her, because she deserves it.
1: Yeah, that's something positive we need in life right now like uh one of the other positives I'm looking forward to is Dolly Parton's uh Christmas special on Netflix. Uh cuz I'm about that life.
0: I didn't know that was a thing, but now I do.
1: Oh, let me tell you. It's a thing because you know who's in it? Uh Christina, I think her name's Brinkley. I've I'm not sure about that part, but she's a musical wonder who has been on different musicals she was in Mama mia uh she is fantastic as an actress she's one of my favorite actresses she was in Bird Cage. she's done so many great things she was in the grinch if you knew her from that she was the grinch's love interest oh. uh and and that's <laughs> i was gonna say that's how i usually get people to remember who she is martha May she, yes. yes And so she's going to be in Dolly Parton's Christmas and she's going to be playing like essentially a female Grinch from what I understand. Uh, She's going to be trying to evict people. I believe uh, Debbie Allen, who uh, is a phenomenal actress and director, and she is going to be, she's from, she plays Catherine on Grey's Anatomy who is uh, Richard Weber's love interest. And she's a fantastic, phenomenal actress. So, like, the combination, and then, because I saw, I recently saw this ad, like, last night. And then, cherry on top, Dolly Parton's gonna be the angel in this. Dolly Parton's gonna be playing an angel. And this is not her first time playing an angel, everyone. So, like, she will- Because
0: she's been an angel all her fucking life. All
1: her fucking life. I will defend (laughs) that woman forever. She is such a good positive influence on the world, and literally, that's been my obsession this year of twenty twenty has become solely protect Dolly Parton at all costs. Yes,
0: Dolly Parton is the light we need,
1: and anyone who comes for her, I, I'm gonna no, we're just not taking it. This is a pro Dolly Parton podcast. Like, get out of here <laughs> with that negativity. Like, that's our
0: like secondary tagline.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's for that's for uh, just everyone to understand we will not take it primarily me but you know I'm not going to speak for both of us I'll join
0: in because yeah. I have to
1: <laughs> I was going to say he's really not saying much I'm saying don't come for Dolly Parton don't come for her while I'm here <laughs> but yeah so that's another positive She I believe her one is coming out on November 1st I believe her okay. new holiday special It's really close yeah her, she's been, she's been doing a lot this year. For being the year of quarantine, she, a lot of her stuff's coming out. She got a new holiday album. She got that new uh movie. I can't remember if her, I think Hot Strings came out last year. But like, she's, she's coming out. She got her lyric book out, which is where she describes and goes through um stories behind her lyrics. Yeah, she's coming, she's coming full on in her 70s. Like, she's coming out for it. And she's even, she's even in talks. Like, she's okay with doing Playboy again. Like classy Playboy, oh, woo. yes, and she's about to be seventy-five, I believe. And
0: you, you go, Dolly.
1: That may be the first time I actually pay for Playboy. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> get a gander. at That
1: I was gonna say, I, Playboy may actually get money from me solely because of Dolly Parton. Right. So <laughs> watch that be their most sold out <laughs> ever. Was oh, just seventy-five sure. year old Dolly Parton doing Playboy. I'm here for it. I am here for this content give it <laughs> and like i'm because right now it's just being teased that's been in talks i'm like no no no, no. We're, we're just gonna do it this is less out talking now. more doing exactly we we have now told this to the universe that this is a possibility we must do it
0: we need to collapse our wave function so that mm-hmm. there's only one possibility
1: exactly and like the only like you know since the holidays are coming the, literally the only thing i've done holiday wise consistently this year has been related to animal Crossing. To be honest, that is where I'm decorating the hell out of my island with a lot of pumpkins, a lot of scarecrows, a lot of orange. Too much orange, to be honest. But still, Halloween. That's pretty much what I've been up to. I've I've made my island. I don't think you've ever played Animal Crossing, right? I have not. This was my first time playing it. And let me tell you, if you are someone, if you're like me, who has spent time designing homes in your Pinterest or watching uh, House Hunters and judging uh, their $3 million limits on a $100,000... Well, 000... I've done that. Yes. So, yes. So, if you've done this, let me tell you, I've got the game for you. It's called Animal Crossing, where you are the only human... And neighbors are animals you can dress up, pretty much. And they all have their own homes. And you pretty much own the island, except you don't, which is where Tom Nook, the crook, comes in. Because he makes you pay for everything. And even when you build a bridge, like, let's say you build a bridge, 190000 Like a 000. capitalist. Yes. Yes, he is. Let me tell you, I've had to build a lot of bridges. I've literally left it to see if any villager leaves money. A hundred. One person left a hundred bells after one night, and I came through and I paid it off in three days because I was being lazy. Okay. <laughs> and no, that is like it's like the ultimate capitalist because like it starts off by you buying a timeshare pretty much on an island.
0: The first trap.
1: Yes, it starts off. With tricking you and wanting you to buy a timeshare. Like you know you're getting ripped off initially. But let me tell you, it's been a great um self-esteem booster because right now I have like four point five million bells in the bank. So I can design my island anywhere I want. It's the most powerful thing ever for a year twenty twenty. You done made it. <laughs> I've made it. I have made it and I don't understand. I don't like it, has been a major coping mechanism. So I don't understand people who aren't playing it because I'm like, you do understand you get to dress up in there, right? You get to like mess with relationships. You are playing God in a world you'd get to design. Like, it is the ultimate. Oh, well, that's
0: right up my alley.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is the ultimate. The switch. <laughs> get you a Switch. It's. I literally just bought a Switch. Um, I first bought a Switch for uh Pokemon, Sword versus Shield. Mm. I still haven't finished it. Neither have I. I'm not good at finishing things. <laughs> or starting things. But then my friend was like, you need to get Animal Crossing. Because we were both obsessed with setting things up. We looked at each other's Pinterest for how we wanted our future homes to be. And she was like, you, you, you need this. You need this in your life. And I was like, alright. And I bought it. I was like, I needed this in my life. This was a need. this was not a want. this was a need to get through.
0: well, I am glad that it's serving its
1: purpose yeah it's it's definitely serving its purpose, yeah, so that's been my major thing, and then I've been trying to get into other games too, like I've been playing Fall Guys, which was a major game this year, and I' am horrible at it, but I play it
0: i wanna I wanna, I wanna play
1: it's let me tell you if you wanna play, you I can play like I love it, it's twenty bucks, but it's so good. It's so silly. I love it.
0: I've watched videos on that and Among Us.
1: <gasps> I love Among Us. I wanna play Among Us so bad. I haven't played yet. So yes, we can we can totally do this. We can totally play together. I was never a video game person as like a younger person mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it like a lot of my friends loved it ju- I just couldn't do it I would play I would watch them play but I was like I don't get this and then I started watching um Achievement Hunter based on recommendation and I've been obsessed now with gamers like I watch uh, Markiplier play games. I love him so much. I just discovered him; like, I didn't know he existed. The millions of people that watch him—that is
0: a shame.
1: I, I had no idea. I, I found him um a couple of days ago, actually, and I've been watching like his uh, Uno card games that he plays. I've been
0: those are those are good. Those mm-hmm. are good.
1: I've been watching um a lot of his Amanas and like I've just been watching a lot of compilations too of just Mark and Ethan together because wow. That's a dynamic. Yes, they're
0: they're <laughs> very they're very good together. They are amazing but together. Yeah, his, um, so his scary games.
1: I haven't watched any of those.
0: It's very good and my favorite of his videos. I think other than like his rage videos when he did like um getting over it and golfing over it mm. and the things like that. Those are just pure poetry. Like he just finished a series um playing Pogo Stuck.
1: i've seen that basically the same thing yeah
0: and they are beautiful to see him get so angry is so beautiful but um other than that his big claim to fame Mm -hmm. is his five nights at freddy's videos
1: oh is that how okay i see i haven't watched any of those i love five nights at freddy's though they
0: are great he has a playthrough of every single main
1: game oh my god i've watched i've watched a lot of those um from uh let's plays on achievement hunter and stuff and Mm -hmm. but those things are so funny i've watched so many people play those now i now watch people who just do um the game episode on your phone have you have you seen the commercial episode before yeah yeah it's like a choose your own adventure Mm -hmm. i've watched those now (laughs) and i'm like This is fascinating. I'm like, this is not fascinating. I've played these games, but watching someone else play them, I'm like, oh, what are they going to do is wild as a concept, to be honest. Just watching someone else play and be like, yeah, this is fascinating. But that's who I am now. I am now interested in gaming, which is never something I thought I would be.
0: You open yourself up to a whole world
1: i know and it may just be because like also like the graphics and stuff used to not be very good so maybe it's bad or maybe maybe just stupid games didn't come out nearly in time for me like fall guys is a stupid game and i love it <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's a lot about timing it's a lot
1: about that. exactly which i'm not good at Like, I'm either before or after. I'm never on time. So the fact that you have to be on time for that thing is, like, horrible. But it's so funny. And I just hate when people grab you. I get, people get very grabby in that game. (laughs) It's so grabby. I don't get it. But
0: but Mm -hmm. Markiplier, especially his Five Nights videos, he's got a whole playlist just dedicated on his channel to him. I'm gonna have to look at um, that for Halloween. Yes, definitely start... You will be... They are so many. Like, by playthrough, I mean, he doesn't just go through Mm -hmm. the five nights. Because for just about every game, if not every game, Mm -hmm. there is a sixth night. Oh! That's, like, super hard. Okay. And then each game tends to have a custom night where you can manipulate (gasps) the difficulty of each of the animatronics. And so for every game, he tries to beat all the animatronics at the same time at their hardest setting.
1: Oh, that's good. I haven't seen that kind of thing.
0: It is so great. And then one of the main entries is called Ultimate Custom Night, where that's literally all it is. It's every animatronic that's ever been in any Five Nights game, plus some new ones that he kind of just made up. for that game and he goes on a fucking journey (laughs) trying to beat that on max difficulty and it is it's a journey like like he streamed it i think he streamed it all i could be wrong though but like it's like six or seven videos and they're all like four hours long
1: oh my god that's amazing and
0: it's just it's just him Repeat it and repeating and repeating and And then he'll like pause for a second and like try to piece together where he's messing up and then he goes back in and just repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat the tenacity of that man is something to behold
1: (laughs) he is he's extremely funny and i because like i also have on him um i think it's the eunice Anas uh uh, Onus,
0: on yes. uh, Onus is very good. Yes,
1: it's on um that channel where his mom uh is telling like Korean ghost stories that just got uploaded mm-hmm. this week. Oh, I need to look at that. It's then. it's it. it's good. It looks good. I just love how silly Mark is, but then when you give him Ethan, it's like he's an adult. <laughs>
0: and it's like right. Except for like random snaps where he'll like mm-hmm. he'll just all of a sudden left field, really fucking silly, and then he snaps back and he's like, "Yes, I'm the adult." Here. Yes, exactly, and I
1: love that <laughs> because I think that's the point Ethan gets to. He's like, "This is not the real Mark. I know this," and Mark's just like, "No, someone needs to be an adult. I don't think you understand. <laughs> One of right. us needs to be the adult. <laughs> and we can't
0: count on you." <laughs> and Amy's behind the camera.
1: Like you, you cannot be trusted. And Amy's in the Position of she can only be trust like she's the only one trusted to do this. God, I love. I just that's been like one of my favorite things besides like uh watching Jane Gen-, Gen X Pens episode videos because she's just started publishing new ones during quarantine. I just watched the silliest games and play the silliest games, and I'm okay with that. I mean,
0: <laughs> you like what you like, and at this point, whatever you gotta do to get through exactly what we gotta do. I think
1: that's the point. I think that's what I've been missing with video games. Like, a lot of people like a long storyline, and I'm just like, or it could be really silly. <laughs> and the old, like, okay, I don't know if you ever played Kirby Yarn. Have you ever played Kirby Yarn before? Oh, Yoshi's Yarn. Yo- yeah, something like that. No, it was Yoshi's Yarn oh. Word. Yeah, that's what it was. Is Yoshi's Yarn Word world it's literally just you as a yarn you can't die but let me tell you what you can do you can swallow the other yoshi into your mouth a lot and i know that because that's all me and my friend would do and we were told like you guys should be able to play this like we were trying to figure out if we could play well together pretty much and like we played it and all we kept doing was swallowing each other into the mouth and like pushing the other one out and we're just like we would do that for like five minutes on accident sometimes (laughs) And <laughs> we are just like, we need to move past this. We're still on the same level. <laughs> we need to do something. This is not right. Yeah, so that's another very silly game that I do enjoy. Nice. I just haven't gotten to it. But I really want to actually play uh, Dead by Daylight. Yes. I I want to play that. It's It looks so good, but I've never... Been, I love watching plays of it, though. I've watched so many people play it live and not live, and I just... It's so funny. Yes.
0: See, it's only our first episode and we're coming up with so many ideas. We got like a future YouTube episode (laughs) in the works. We're going to end up with a Twitch stream. Like, we're making moves. We're making
1: moves. Well, like we also, um, because like when we were talking about starting this podcast too, you and I both like having, we both need stuff to do outside of work. And, um, that's something we were both struggling with because where you live and where I live, we're both kind of isolated from people we usually, you know, talk to, hang out with, especially during the pandemic, we're more isolated. <laughs> and so we, um, you know, starting these different things and just having something like, hey, I can go do this now. It's like, for us, is a lot and it's very positive because then we have to actually do it and not just keep talking about doing it. Right. Which is for us a big issue we do have because we like we like to plan, but is the plan and interaction Too much. Yes, we plan a lot. <laughs> but I mean you can tell in this one episode. We've been planning a lot. But um for us to actually sit down and actually do it, it does take um, energy out of us, and it takes us a lot to... Even though we have fun talking together, that's why we started talking about doing a podcast, because we were like, this is yeah. too much fun, and people would tell us, like... And
0: other people need to hear this Yes,
1: shit. I was going to say, other people would tell us, like, we they like just hearing us talk to each other, and, like, the randomness, random, like, thought processes we have, and, like, because we'll go from real silly conversations, like, talking about, like, like I was talking about Animal Crossing, going from something like that to talk about like something more serious, or
0: we'll swerve into depression or something. Yes, just like
1: and then it comes out out of, out of nowhere. We are that deer in the headlights for you. That is what our conversations are. <laughs> like, how do we get here? You came out of nowhere. That's what we do.
0: Yeah. So hopefully we can you know do all the things because uh, like she said, we we like to plan and we like to plan a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is. A really, really, really big step mm-hmm. for us to actually sit down and do it because I think at this point, this podcast in one form or another has been in the works for oh three or four
1: years. I was gonna say it's been over two because that was the last time I saw you in person. Yes, so so it's been. I would I would say probably. Um, I think we were in. I think how it started was like people would tell us like we would be funny, and we're funny, and um, I'm I, telling I, you we're funny. We're just, we're just doing our first show. We're funny, I swear. Validate me. Validate me. But yeah, so like people would tell us like we were just funny. But then uh, I think uh, one of our friend's uh, husbands now actually talked to us about doing the podcast because he said like he would, he would listen to us because he thought we were funny. Oh, also
0: um because i don't remember if i mentioned it on air or off air but i'm gonna go with on air because we've been on air for two hours now yep. the the same so the co-worker that i told you about that invited me to the bonfire yeah. uh later on she so when i when she asked me i was like okay i don't know when kayla and i are planning on recording and i know i can't just be like yeah i should be available at this time because we're two hours apart and mm-hmm. that's 2 hour time zones part. We had mentioned that she mentioned Mississippi before. I'm in Mississippi. She's in Washington state. Yep. So there's the time difference. And so I didn't want to commit to any specific time, but I also didn't want to be like, no, I have plans cuz like I would like to go. Mm-hmm. So I texted her back and I was like, "Hey, um, you know, I'd love to, but uh my bestie and I are supposed to be recording our first episode of our new podcast and so she was like oh what's it about Aww. and so i literally gave her like the real generic just like oh it's literally just gonna be a shooting the shit mm-hmm. talking music movies anything literally yep. she was like okay well when you get it all set up i want to listen and i was oh. like oh so we, we got our first listener oh
1: my god that's so exciting one out of one
0: <laughs> one out of a lot hopefully, hopefully hopefully no pressure though no.
1: yes yeah no. there's
0: a there's a lot of pressure
1: yeah there's too much pressure on everything like
0: if you, if y'all don't listen to this there's not really a reason for us to do this so please listen
1: no and like <laughs> you know if you like us you could you know follow up on us yeah. check uh, up on us
0: you know, subscribe or follow or you know whatever they're doing on whatever app you're on mm-hmm. leave us a rating a comment would be awesome yes and then as we uh said before we got that email up again it's jaded roses at com. we should have a facebook and twitter mm-hmm. uh possibly an instagram but that'll probably be later if we do that
1: mm-hmm. yeah so both um, of those should be i
0: have to actually get in the spirit of taking photos i
1: was gonna say i'm <laughs> not usually good at taking photos either <laughs> And so for us who run an Instagram, like, that's going to be a challenge for us. We barely run our own Instagrams.
0: Right. I I think the last time I posted on mine was maybe a year and a half ago. No, because it's been since before I got my current job. It's been like two years.
1: I was going to say, I usually um, photo dump on Instagram. So (laughs) I won't post anything for like six months and then I'll just post 60 photos or something this is
0: what i've been up to
1: <laughs> yeah exactly because like people always ask like, what are you up to what are you doing you don't talk and i'm like yeah i don't no,
0: wait for my update
1: yeah i was like i really like i, I think it's because um you know a lot a lot of the times i would think like if i don't have anything interesting to talk about like what's the point of me talking to be honest but then a lot of people have just said like i like checking up on you which means like i like to know where you are at like, so, right. like, what are you doing? Like, if you, are you seeing anyone? Even if it's, like, just something simple, like, I'm going from vegetarian to vegan. Like, they, like, updates on your personal life to make sure you're actually... I think it's also to, like, help to know that someone else around you is moving forward. It kind of helps you to keep moving forward. I'm very bad at that, too. <laughs> I'm very yes. bad at keeping in contact. I'm so bad at it, and like I'm really grateful. And this
0: will force us to stay in contact. With
1: yes, and I mean we did pretty well. Like we were doing yeah. fine. We weren't doing the best, but for us, we were doing well.
0: <laughs> Be like once a fortnight. We're just like you okay? Yeah. yeah. Work still suck. Yeah. yeah. Cool.
1: And that was our conversation. <laughs> that was literally it. Like I think if we knew we were going through something rougher that week, we would check in on each other that week. Oh yeah. But otherwise, we would just wait two, three weeks because we're like.
0: Because cause problems only last for seven days.
1: Right? <laughs> it can't last longer. Literally, no. me at work all month, all my life all month, has been just... It can't get any worse. It really can't. There's no way. Next week will be better. There's no way this can get worse. Enter everything that's happened in October. Uh, well, Literally, I mean, like this whole year has been crazy and not great. Let me tell you, month of October uh, has a special place now in hell for itself. For me. <laughs> In hell right now is going to be October 2020's, like, placement. Like, ready. Like, for a As long as
0: Halloween gets to go, too. Because Halloween should never be alone.
1: No. And, like, I, like I'm like i very excited for Halloween now. Because, like, I have a couple of plans now to do um, some movie marathons next weekend. And... Potentially, nice. yes, very nice. And then uh, potentially doing an Animal Crossing friend date, which is just where we go to each other's Animal Crossing after an hour of talking on the phone. And, oh,
0: the modern Netflix and chill.
1: Exactly. And I'm loving it, honestly. Animal Crossing and phone talk, like FaceTime, I'm cool with that. Like, honestly, that's how people should date. Let me see your Animal Crossing island. I don't know if I can trust you. Let me let me see where you live. <laughs> Let me see where you're living see on your, your island.
0: <laughs> now you're making me jealous because I don't have any plans for it's Halloween.
1: Yeah, I've well, I, these just came into play like in the last two days. Like I had nothing planned until two days ago, where people told me like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I don't know, <laughs> nothing, the usual of nothing." Not anymore. Not anymore. Now I got plans. Now I got I gotta be very social that day, which is gonna be great. But, like, I have a sleep study, so I've been getting very tired and very uh, exhausted. I have sleep apnea, most likely. Um, I've scared many uh, someone sleeping over. (laughs) And um, just because I breathe weird and I'll make strange noises. And it's always been you just made a noise. It's never like you snore very loudly. It's very rarely they'll just tell me I snore. It's like, you made a very weird, strange noise that I had to wake you up because I didn't know what was happening. (laughs) And I was like, okay! (laughs) probably should get this checked. But I'm doing a sleep study next Friday, which means I have to be out and about on next Friday and on Halloween. I'm gonna make sure I dress up, though. I make it, I have, like, a Hogwarts sweater I'm gonna wear one day. The other day, I have something else. I forget what it is, though. I have another I- idea for alpha plan. Because if I'm going out, I might as well dress up. Even if I have to wear my face mask, I'm gonna dress nice and cute. Right. Because, like, it's a little things in life at this point.
0: Friday, mm-hmm. I'll be in my work garb so there's that well but um since i don't have anything to do saturday mm -hmm. i'm thinking that i might treat myself to a little bit of Ooh. and you know just haul myself up and just take the weekend and not really do anything
1: yeah as i say why Um, not just drink maybe get yourself a little uh like dip and uh cheese dip and some tortilla chips and make do like a scream marathon that would be good for you
0: oh, i'm definitely doing my scream marathon because that's every year
1: yeah so like some alcohol a little bit of mexican food i think that would be a good time for you honestly
0: that'd just make me miss margarita nights I dip too hard nah
1: uh, margarita nights are wild though that's the thing you gotta be you yeah. gotta be ready when you go out for a margarita night like i haven't been yeah, out because
0: because uh, if you're not you end up calling for help out in the bathroom
1: look <laughs> look <laughs> we don't need to talk about that yet <laughs> we just started this <laughs> we have many episodes left i will we don't need to go into that we have too many stories we could do a whole episode about margarita nights honestly like the stories just alone from margarita nights, mm, really nights good. are just too wild mm, to be honest Like really could
0: yeah and i hope that this next week treats us both better because i know hopefully it's crazy for you and mm-hmm. i mean work's just been the big thing for me but you know i'm also yeah trying to get this application done for grad school so there's that
1: which you're gonna you're gonna ace and you're gonna get it and oh yeah
0: i've been trying you know, really they, hard you... to speak it into existence like when i'm talking with people i say when mm-hmm. i get accepted
1: exactly do it Cause like A, you can move to this side of the country. B, you can be in California. Ah, (laughs) And C, not in the south. (laughs) I was gonna say C, not in the south. D, I can easily come to see you, or you can easily come to see me. If we and like honestly, uh, like a plane ride probably is cheap too. So like a one way Mm. plane ride. So like honestly, it wouldn't be that bad for me to come down to Cali every now and then. So, I guess that's a good place for us to stop. Uh, You guys kind of got to know us a little little bit. bit. And a little bit of our chaos in trying to communicate (laughs) on a wavelength that most people do not understand. Again, how you guys feel is really important to us. So, make sure you are leaving comments wherever, you know, you're listening to this. Make sure you're following us if you want to keep up to date with us. We will try and have our email and our uh, Facebook linked in the description below of wherever you're listening this to i think that's about it that
0: is about it yeah thanks for listening to our first episode yay Yeah, and um this has been the jaded roses and the broken mirror podcast and we are pretty we are thorny and we are very much over this bullshit all
1: right bye guys bye Happy at night